let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. On the radio from 1 till 4 and then after 4 o'clock, it's uh, the John and Ken On Demand podcast. So you can listen to whatever you missed. Yeah, well, murder is an ugly thing. But when a police officer gets murdered, it's a really, really ugly thing. We have an opportunity now to speak to Kim Klinkenbrumer. Uh, she's going to come on the show along with the fiancé of Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer, who was shot back on September 16th. He was stopped at a red light outside the Palmdale Sheriff's Station, just 30 years old. A man who family members say is paranoid schizophrenic by the name of Katnia Salazar, apparently drove up next to uh, Ryan's patrol car and uh, shot him to death. And of course, just days later, came the news from L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon. He would not seek the death penalty in the killing of the deputy. Even a cold-blooded intentional murder. Uh, is not enough for Gascon to do what the law says should be done. These are the kinds of cases for the death penalty. So Kim Clickenbrumer is uh, the mother. Brittany Lindsay is the fiance. And let's get them on the line together. Kim and uh, Lindsay, thank you for coming on with us. Kim and thank uh, Brittany, you for thank having you. Us. Um, thank you. Let, let's start by uh, either one of you, obviously both of you. Tell our listeners about Ryan, because it's really important that they know this man that was so important to you. Um, I, I guess I'll start because I'm mom. Um, he was just an honorable kid. He was very honest and trustworthy. He knew from a very early age that law enforcement was what he wanted to do. He's a fourth generation um, 
L.A. deputy sheriff, and he wore that badge from the day he got it with honor. He was very proud of, of the badge and very proud of his profession, and he served the people of Palmdale with that pride. Did he talk much about the danger of his job? He did. He knew that he knew that every day he he put that badge on there was that chance that something could go wrong. But every day he put it on proudly and he went to work proudly. Um it's a risk we all I, that every law enforcement officer takes. And he really liked he really liked his job, huh? He loved his job. He loved his job. And his fiance can tell you how much he loved his job. Brittany. Uh, yeah, Brittany let's talk to Brittany about, uh, about Ryan. Tell us more. He's just the most caring, thoughtful person that you'd ever meet. Um, just always wanted to take care of everyone. Um, again, like she said, loved his job. He went to work every day with a smile on his face. Um, you know, when I would sit and pray every night that he'd come home safely. You know, and he would just tell me, it's going to be okay. Like, you know, this is what I signed on to do, and I love doing it. And he just, he was just excited to go to work every day. I mean, I, I don't know anyone who is that happy to go to work. And he, he did, and he loved it. Um, he's just a very hardworking person. And just wanted to make sure that I was taken care of. Yeah, you two must have had quite a life plan together, huh? Yes, we did. You know, we talked about, you know, even that day before he went to work, like, I remember sitting in the kitchen with him, and we were talking about how many people we were going to invite to our wedding, ending our engagement party. Um, and I mean, just we already had, like, a semi-picked out. Um, it was going to be the following September. And we already talked about kids' names. Like, we had our future planned, and it was just taken away. Kim, uh, talk about how you feel about the state that the whole region is in, Los Angeles County, with what's going on, uh, including Gascon's role here. Yeah, the criminal justice system, right? I mean, I mean, you're, you're now, unfortunately... One of the victims, and that's a whole different perspective than most is, of the rest of us a, have. It's a totally different perspective, and um, it's you know I did some I to say I didn't do soul searching for the first twenty four hours because I've always been taught that you give yourself that twenty four hour rule before you try to make harsh comments. But after the, I just want to make it clear that we were not front loaded to the charges that were going to be filed. We found out when the nation found out. Nobody told us ahead of time. So we stood in as much shock as the world did to hear the charges and to hear the DA say that if I thought Ryan, it would bring Ryan back, I would seek the death penalty. Well, we're not stupid. We're all human beings, and we know that Ryan's not coming back. But the state of California voted for the death penalty and for two individuals to take the death penalty off the table when the rest of us voted for it is ridiculous. And I'm not going on political party 
and I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, the people of Los Angeles and the people of the state of California need to open their eyes and start filling in the right bubbles that, for people that are going to protect victims of crime. We now have a cashless bail in a lot of L.A. County. So you're telling these criminals, you do what you want, you're going to get a ticket, and you get to go home. What is society coming to? And I have to bury my son in four days. And I, as a taxpayer, am paying for the man who killed my son. Every day he sits in jail, and now he's getting his medicine for free. So his parents are sitting there doing whatever they want to do, and they have their son, and I don't have mine. And that's okay? He made a choice. He chose to pull that trigger on that gun and take my son's life. There needs to be consequences. Yeah, the majority of voters in California voted for the death penalty and has reaffirmed it several times, knowing that the death penalty doesn't bring the victims back. So it's a completely phony issue. Nobody debates exactly. that issue. Oh, it's insulting, Kim, that he said that what he said about it wouldn't bring your son back. It's just a ridiculous cliche from the past that we hear over and over again from these types. Almost, almost really shaming you. It's like, why are you bringing the, yeah, this completely. up? It's not going to bring him back. And I was disgusted. Are you, have you been, you I'm not bringing my son back. Have you been following this DA and his wrecking of the criminal justice system in L.A. County, or is this something that you were just aware of after all this? No. Obviously, coming from a law enforcement family, you know what's happening. I know what's happening. It's not right. But it started back, you know, when he was working with Newsom. And Newsom doesn't believe in it. And if you look on the, I believe it was the KTLA app, they had Newsom quoting there was a big quote on how he doesn't believe that the death penalty solves anything. He doesn't believe it's an it's a, uh, irreparable act. Well, what this gentleman did to my family is an irreparable act. Uh, can you both hang on? I don't have my seg- son anymore. Can you both hang on for What's another that? segment? Sure. Okay, thank you. Uh, that's Kim Klinkenbrumer. She is the mother of L.A. County Sheriff's Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer, who was shot to death just over two weeks ago, stopped in his patrol car at a red light just outside the Palmdale Sheriff's Station. Also with us is uh, Ryan's fiance, Brittany Lindsay. We'll talk more to them when we come back, but you hear Kim sounding off about the decision not to pursue the death penalty against Ryan's killer. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We are talking with uh, Kim Klinkenbrumer. Her son, Ryan Klinkenbrumer, was an L.A. County Sheriff's deputy who was shot and killed when he was stopped at a red light just outside Palmdale Sheriff's Station back on the 16th of September. We also have on his uh, fiance, Brittany Lindsay, and they're talking about uh, Ryan. And we've been talking about George Gascone. Uh, announcing publicly that there would be no death penalty. And Lindsay, I'm sorry, Brittany, if I, I wanted to get your reaction, we just heard from, from Kim, uh, to Gascon uh, and his uh, no death penalty declaration. Yeah, I just, I was in shock when he made that statement. Um, I mean, am I surprised? Not really. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, this guy 
I mean, yes, you can blame mental health. Um, and, you know, anyone who commits a crime at this point, we can say probably has some, some form of mental health. Um, but at the end of the day, he still made a choice to drive over and to shoot my fiance in the head. Um, an ugly, ugly way to go out. So I think that the death penalty shouldn't even be a question. Um, you know, this guy's meds weren't being monitored. So if he was really severely, you know, that mental, he should have been taking meds. Um, and, you know, I just want to also make a statement that my fiance was not doing anything wrong at the time. He wasn't being reckless. He was simply sitting in his car innocently and his life was taken away from him. Um, so I think the death penalty should be a hundred percent justice um, for our family. Let me ask both of you, because now that we know that mental illness may enter into this, we may have a situation where, you know, he's going to plead some form of insanity. Supposedly he's paranoid schizophrenic, the killer of Ryan and he could end up just in state hospitals. He could be out. He's only in his 20s. He could be out in, in, in short order, the way they do things when it comes to uh, holding people in mental institutions. Hey, Kim, how do you feel about that? It's disgusting to even think that. It's, it's, I, I, I can't even fathom that this individual could be back on the streets. And that's, that's on the table. I mean, it's very true because, as Mr. Gascon said, we are going to try to seek life in prison without parole. We're going to try. And, yeah, gonna try? And, you, and you probably know where life in prison without parole is going these days. Uh, Gascon himself has talked about how 15 years should be enough for any crime. Uh, they don't really want people to stay in prison for the rest of their lives. And that's disgusting. And, and again, I will go back to, it's not a political party. We need to go back to what's right and what's wrong. And when you commit a crime, you've made a choice. I don't care if the crime is petty theft, burglary, assault, or murder. You made a choice. You need to pay the price for that choice. And I know mental health is, they're saying he was schizophrenic. Well, then that goes on to the parents, too. If you weren't giving him his meds or how was there guns in the house, that's yeah. a whole nother issue. Yeah, the parents are very culpable in all this because he wasn't Absolutely. getting his meds and there were guns in the house and all that's inexcusable. And I really don't think it's anyone should put up with these excuses anymore from the family members. No, also, we, we shouldn't. We shouldn't even have to. But but with with charges like that being given, they're enabling the parents to say that. You know, they said that they tried. I think the mom said that she tried to reach out to the sheriff's department to help her help her son, and they didn't do anything. Well, nobody helped me raise my son. Nobody helped me raise my other kids. My I have two boys that are law enforcement officers. They didn't help me raise my kids. I raised my children. Maybe she should have done more to raise her child. It's not anybody's fault. We have to stop deflecting and take responsibility. Yeah, there's more to this story because uh, very few paranoid schizophrenics shoot cops dead.
So this is being used as a, as a cover to excuse uh, really exactly. evil behavior. Yeah, exactly. And, and, it's being enabled. And we have to stop letting our politicians and our people in office use excuses for behavior. You don't just wake up one morning and decide to shoot someone and kill them. You that's that's planning. That's you know, there's technique in that. And Kim, going back to something you said at the beginning of the interview, LA County DA's office did not reach out to you to talk about the charges against the murder of your son? Not one time. We were moving our my son and her fiance from the coroner's office to the mortuary, we were asked if we would attend the press conference, and we said yes. And we were never told a single thing prior to standing on that stage with the district attorney. So Nothing. You, you were blindsided when he said we weren't that he wasn't going to seek the death penalty. You had no idea that was coming. Completely, oh, no idea. That's terrible. Now, this DA is not about victims. No, he's not no. about victims. No, he doesn't care about you either. No. You or Brittany. If, if anything, I exactly. He doesn't care about our family. He doesn't care about the fiance that my son had to leave behind. And and the only time I've seen a bigger smile on my son's face than receiving and putting on his badge for the very first time was when he got down on one knee and proposed to her. And for that to be taken away, and you tell me that his life doesn't matter is absolutely ridiculous. And people in the state of California, and especially in Los Angeles County, need to wise up. When that ballot comes out, they need to fill in a different bubble because this man is not helping any of us. If you're a small business owner and you get broken into, he's not going to help you. He's going to aid the people that break in. He doesn't care about victims. He needs to go be a public defender somewhere. He should not hold the office that he holds. And he's got lots of challengers. Our condolences, and you said services for your son are later this week? Services are Thursday at 930 at the cathedral, um, where he's going to go out with honor. Every honor that he deserves. I'm sure there's going to be a huge turnout. Our condolences, Kim Klinkenbrummer and, and Lindsay, uh, Brittany Lindsay, thank you both for coming on. And we appreciate it. Uh, you can be sure that uh, virtually everybody in our audience feels... Uh, Feels your pain oh, very strongly. And they're going to be thinking you of you this us. week. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you for coming on. Uh, more coming up. John and Ken show KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, whatever you missed, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. And if you're just tuning in, you missed, uh, we had uh, Kim Clickenbroomer and uh, Brittany Lindsay on, the mother and fiancé of the sheriff's deputy in L.A. County, Ryan Clinkenbrummer, who was shot and killed. Executed. Uh, and uh, j- just to follow up on this, the Association for Los Angeles Deputy Sheriffs, uh, the organization is known as ALADS. They have a fundraiser going on online to uh, raise money for the Clinkenbrummer family. Uh, it's, it's the ALADS Cares Foundation. And all of the money will go directly to benefit the family of Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrummer. If you go to the John and Ken page on KFIAM640.com, you'll follow a series of links, and it'll take you to uh, a page where you can uh, donate whatever amount you wish. And uh, so if, if you would do that to help the Klinkenbrummers out, uh, that would be uh, greatly appreciated from everybody here at the station. Yeah, we found out that services are going to be Thursday for Deputy Ryan Clinkenboom. Just to follow up on something that that, that Kim said, you know, it really makes me nauseous. We've had too many of these interviews, especially the last three years since Gascon took over. And everyone, even police officers, are sitting ducks to Gascon. There's just something just so morally wrong that Gascon continues on every day collecting a taxpayer-paid paycheck. And fouling up people's lives unimaginably. So much death, so much suffering, so much crime directly related to his stupid policies. And I I just can't believe we sit here and we sit here and we're stuck with him for another year. He's done so much damage. He is such a wretched, horrible human being, if he is a human being. I, I, I mean, he never fails to enrage every single time he speaks publicly every time you walk away red in the face clenching your fist pissed off i mean just read i just read the quotes again about uh, how he's not going to do the death penalty because it won't bring ryan clinken rumor back that's not the issue 
I mean, I, that's not. And I, I, I hate him. I hate all his uh, assistants in the office there, all these public defenders he brought in to dismantle the system. You people, I hope there's a hell because you're going to burn a long time. There's, you've created so much suffering and so many tears, so much heartache, so much pain, so much death, so much crime. None of you have any shame. None of you care. You're all sociopaths of the worst sort. And, and, and the, one of the worst days in L.A. County history was the day he got elected. Yep. December of 2020 is when he took office with his directives. We're going to talk to one of his challengers at 305. L.A. County Deputy District Attorney John McKinney is coming back on the show. We can certainly talk to him about the no death penalty for a cop killer, but also about the no bail system, which is now yeah. in effect in Los Angeles County. And, and this one, he this, would know a lot about that. And this one comes from the L.A. County judges. I mean, you think the judges would protect us a little bit? No, the L.A. County judges uh, have unleashed a no-bail policy for a lot of uh, daily crimes. Well, oh, I looked it hell? up, the judge that made the initial decision, Lawrence Riff. Lawrence Riff. Not up for re-election until 2028. He got elected last year without any opponents. They didn't even have a primary. Oh, they always do. Judges always do. Yeah. No, no primary, no general election. And he was initially appointed by Jerry Brown. That's yeah. how he got in the job. But I guess he's won an election or two. Uh, all right. Uh, now over to Dippity Doo. Uh, announced over the weekend, and again, over the weekend is the key here, that he has vetoed the bill that was going to give unemployment benefits to striking workers. There were some that thought he might do this, particularly since he's running for president. Uh, he cited in his veto message that this would put a lot of pressure on the state's unemployment <laughs> Well, uh, money because we're in big debt to the federal government already. No, that that unemployment fund is bankrupt. It's it bankrupt. Is. Supposedly and, twenty billion in the red to the feds, and we keep borrowing more and more money from the federal government, and they want to be paid back. They don't screw around. So yeah, and we make interest payments on that debt. We have we have paid three hundred sixty-two point seven million in interest on the debt, and we have to make another three hundred two million dollar interest payment this month on the debt to the federal government for so, the uh, unemployment money. No more unemployment benefits uh, added for anybody here. And if you go on strike, that's what it means to go on strike. You're willing to forego your pay. All right. So if you voluntarily go on strike and forego your pay, you shouldn't be expected, uh, you shouldn't expect the state government to bail you out. You know, if it's that much of a problem, then don't go on strike and accept the uh, the, the the terrible offer. And or find another line of work. But good Lord, you can't have the state government bail you out when it's already broke. He also vetoed a bill that would have given new protections to uh, domestic workers, household workers. Basically, that I think was the first step to unionize them. But he rejected a bill which would have extended workplace safety protections like OSHA stuff to domestic workers like housekeepers and nannies. This also upset some people. He did both these things. These veto messages were announced over the weekend. His wife probably didn't want to comply. <laughs> you think they have a lot of help, huh? Oh, I'm sure. You think she does? You think she's on her hands and knees scrubbing the floor? <laughs> All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. All right, coming up after 3 o'clock, we're going to talk to John McKinney again. He's an L.A. County Deputy District Attorney, and he's running for George Gascon's job. He's going to come on, of course, and talk a lot about what took effect yesterday in Los Angeles County 
we're back to the days of zero bail. And I remember when they put zero bail in effect during the pandemic, the first year there, it was kind of ugly out there. There was still a lot of crime going oh, on. Oh, there was, yeah. Homicides were raging. Remember that? <laughs> this is Homicides a, in Los Angeles? This is not a complex formula. If there's no consequences, you're going to get a lot more crime. The, the more severe the consequences, the less crime. That's the end of the debate. You don't have to go and get a criminal justice degree at, at some uh, progressive university. Uh, they're lying. They're wrong. Their data is, is, is false. Uh, if you have consequences, it lowers crime. It's like that question you asked one time. Who really spends all their day upset and uh, sympathetic to those who are rotting in jail. But apparently there are. They hate people in jail. They hate uh, people in uh, prison. You know, it's it's people who can make money from that movement. I know that. With all, all these organizations, uh, they they get they get funded pretty heavily by by all kinds of nuts. Uh, I, 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 and I don't understand. Nobody normal I know in my life, like I don't know a single person in my life that wants uh, no consequences. In fact, now, just about everybody I run into on the West Side, I don't care how liberal they say they are, there's a lot of new, newly minted law and order citizens on the West Side. <laughs> All right, so, so we'll talk about no bail coming up after the news at 3 o'clock. Well, one more note on dippity Do, California's Governor Gavin Newsom. Uh, he didn't really waste much time naming a replacement for Feinstein. And, of course, he was caught up in the world of racial identity politics when he announced, when it was rumored that Feinstein would not finish her term, that he was going to appoint a black woman to the seat. Uh, then to go back a moment, it's because Kamala Harris was a U.S. senator from California. This is really ridiculous, but it's worth going through because this is what we're dealing with. And when she left, he appointed Alex Padilla, a male Latino. Oh, there was an uproar. That is a black uh, female seat. So the problem he had was that the black female that's running for the Senate in Feinstein's seat is Barbara Lee, a congresswoman from the Bay Area. But uh, people held up their hands and said, if you do that, you're going to give her the inside track on winning the primary next to March. So, and, and Adam Schiff is running. And Adam Schiff, he's a close buddy of Nancy Pelosi, and you're related to Nancy Pelosi. So you better figure out something else. So he decided on Senator Placeholder. And everyone was like, well, who's that going to be, Oprah? No, it wasn't Oprah. But he really hit the I, I, the unbelievable uh, one, two, three, four, five, fivefecta here. Uh, he announced somebody nobody's heard of, LaFonsa Butler. Uh, she's got this going for her. She was the former leader of the state's largest labor union, a partner at a political consulting firm, and an advisor to Kamala Harris during her 2020 presidential bid. Oh, that went well, didn't it? Yeah, that she ran for president, and she's black and gay and a woman. Yes, and, and she's the president of Emily's List, which is all about how to get abortions. Right. She raises money for. Boy, abortions. she just scored on all the cards, the scorecard there, didn't uh, she? Now she she it does not even live in California. She doesn't live in California. Gavin Newsom couldn't find a qualified black woman in California, and by the way, no. No race, no ethnicity, no, no no gender has an absolute claim on a Senate seat, for God's sake. Of course it doesn't. Black right. black women are three and a half percent of the state of California. There's no such thing as a, 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 a female black Senate seat. There's no such thing. It's entirely made up nonsense. 
nor is it a male white seat. It's supposed to be whoever gets elected. And and you, you so you pick somebody from Maryland and 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 replacing Diane Feinstein, right? Now, regardless of what you think of her, she's going to go down as one of the giants in uh, US Senate history. And to get replaced by LaFonza Butler from Maryland? Well, it's only for a year, right? Yeah, I know, but that's our representation for a year. A U.S. senator is supposed to direct legislation or add to legislation things that will benefit the state of California that she represents. You know, there's a lot of funding that goes on, for example. There's oh, a lot, more there, important there's than a that lot of, is the whole racial figurehead that we have to yeah, pick here. Racial it, identity politics. And that's you know what? That day's got to end. Because that's another thing that no normal people pays attention to. That that's racist. Picking somebody to be a senator because of skin color is the absolute defi definition of racism. Gavin Newsom's act is racist. Period. Lef End of story. Lafonza Butler did live in California until at least September of 2021. But then, of course, she was tapped to head up that Emily's list. Yeah, it's like, so wow. So she moved to Maryland to be closer to Washington, D.C., where she became president of Emily's List. She raises money to facilitate more abortions. Yeah, that's a good day. That's a that's a great career, huh? I mean, I'm just, and by the way, running uh, Kamala Harris's presidential campaign that was one of the most incompetently run campaigns anybody's ever seen. Kamala Harris came out of the gate with like a, a 20, 25 percent of the vote. She had thousands of people cheering for her in Oakland, and by time she didn't make it to the first primary. By the time she was done, she was at three percent. So you couldn't have had a worse campaign. And this woman has never spent a day in office anywhere, as far as I know. She doesn't know anything about the internal workings of the Senate or, or the House or even the legislature or anything. It's like picking somebody out of a phone book, if there were phone books. People are making fun. So many people have moved out of California under Gavin Newsom. He's appointing one of them to the U.S. Senate. By the That's way, one. he's an incompetent boob, is he not? He's a, he's a ridiculous, silly, incompetent fool. He boxes himself in with a ridiculous promise to nominate a black woman, and then he searched the whole state and couldn't find one. <laughs> he had to go. He had to go what three thousand miles to find a, a, a black woman qualified for his Senate seat. Probably he had to go that far to find someone that was willing to take it under these circumstances because the anger was, well, no, no woman's going to be right. a placeholder. So, That's terrible. It's insulting. So, so no man is capable of being senator for a year. No white woman, no Hispanic woman, no Asian woman. No, not, I mean, it, it's dead. He went, he went for the trifecta. He probably Black, said to her, look, just one female. thing. Don't run for this seat next year, all right? Then you can have it for a year and have fun, go crazy. Well, well nobody else who got appointed was probably going to run anyway. Probably you need a not. tremendous amount of money to raise very quickly. But that's why they wanted him to appoint yeah. one oh, that so was running, somebody, Barbara Lee, a black woman. Yeah, well, th say, this, whole, this whole thing is a racist act. Can you imagine a company putting an ad out in the paper for a position, and at the bottom it says black women only may apply? No. Yeah. That's... It's even worse if they wrote like white males only may apply. That would be the upper. Yeah, I know, but that would be that would be civil rights charges. Oh, it'd be all over the place. That would right? be that would be uh, civil lawsuits. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm this guy is just a buffoon, this. an absolute buffoon. All right, coming up next, uh, L.A. County Deputy District Attorney John McKinney, 
who's running for George Gascon's job, and he has a few things to say about zero bail policy coming back into L.A. County. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.